This is a big year. The Ohio Lottery's golden anniversary. 50 years of excitement, of growing jackpots and crossed fingers. 50 years of funding for schools, of changed lives and brightened days. 50 years of fun. And that is worth celebrating. So watch for can't-miss promotions, huge events, and new games that will make the Ohio Lottery's 50th year its biggest one yet. Learn more at funturns50.com. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games. The first degree. First degree. First degree. First degree. First degree. First degree. The first degree. These things are supposed to happen in movies, not in real life. Welcome to The First Degree, the true crime podcast that you might end up on. My name is Jack Vanek. I'm sitting with Alexis Linkletter and Billy Jensen. And happy holidays to all. Honestly, what a time. What a year. What a season. (laughs) Deck the halls. Huddle under the mistletoe, light the menorah, and beyond. It is time to relax, drink some nog, eat a latka, spin a dreidel, anything that excites you. I mean, I know Hanukkah's over everyone, but still, this is our, our general holiday cheer episode. Yes. Yeah. And, you know, a lot of podcasts take the holiday season off. They'll take like a two, three week break. But we wanted to give you something because we know there are some people out there that are like, with their families and they're trying to like take some time for themselves. They want to go hide in a room. So we're trying to give you some new content to consume while you're trying to avoid the people in your life that suck. Yes. And this is interactive content because this is content that you're going to be able to use with your family and friends over the holidays, because we are going to let you know and give you tips on how to slip in true crime facts into party conversations over the holidays. And it's worth noting that this may impress them or alienate you from them. So you have to assess this based on your own family and their, you know, the norms in your own family. Maybe they don't want to hear about this and then maybe you don't want to see them. So this all works out. I mean, you have to leverage it to your needs. You know, it's kind of like how COVID really brought out the best or worst in people and it let people slim down the people that are in their lives because, you know, it weeds out the assholes and stuff. Now, this is just weeding out the people that you don't align with on a true crime wavelength. Mm-hmm. That's 100% listen, right. No matter, no matter what it is, it's going to be better than talking about politics. So today is December 22nd. Yes. Paltry. Nobody wants to do days this close to, um, uh, this close to Christmas. It's National Cookie Exchange Day. Oh, okay. okay. And National Date Nut Bread Day. Ugh. Ugh. Yeah. Why yeah. would you eat a date nut bread if you could have a cookie? Yeah, it doesn't make a sense. Date it's like the people, nut. the date nut bread people, were just like, you know what? This is this is our chance to shine. I've never wow, seen Jack look so appalled. It just sounds just. I don't date like a nut, nut bread. I'm kind of like how you are I with like fruit banana cakes. nut bread. 
I don't like I I don't like nuts m- most of the time. I don't like definitely nuts not either. Not in a bread. It's not for me. So that or idea just kind of skews me out. No, totally. Um, I can't believe there's only three days total. This might be the, the a chance for us to just go on in there and find our day. Yeah, is this where we put on- Bleakmas in? No, Bleakmas can't be. No, Bleakmas has to be in January. February, January, February. January, February. We will find a date for Bleakmas. Oh, yeah. Well, that it, that's a really slim pickings. But mm-hmm. um, okay. So, I mean, this is not a normal episode. We're not covering a specific case. We're kind of just like shooting the shit. But I wanted to bring up something because Alexis texted me yesterday about something that happened to her that I feel like a lot of people can relate to. And you just need to share your story. I texted it to Billy too. Um, I love Christmas because I love to wrap gifts. And I like to do yeah. a really pretty job. And I like to put bows on. And then I like to take scissors and put on the ribbon to make the ribbons curl. Like I'm all into that. So I was at work and I was getting all these notifications about packages being delivered. I had like probably five or six packages delivered. And this was what? Thursday. So I get home and I'm like waiting for my bounty that'll be right on my front doorsteps. (laughs) I'm like jaunting up the stairs to go get it all. And I turn the corner and there's nothing. And I immediately knew that they would have been stolen. Because if it's just one, sometimes they end up in the wrong spot or I overlooked it or it's outside. You know, I'm like, there's no way. So I texted my friend who lives across the hall and was like, can you check the ring camera? And there, sure enough, there's a guy like creeping up the stairs, taking an arm full of my packages and leaving. You like had like five or six, like a mountain yeah, of them. Yeah, you had like f- five or six packages. Ugh, such a bummer. Because like how – and I never have that many sitting there. It's always just one, you know? But like yeah. it's just the day I happen to have them – 10 things delivered at once all christmas gifts for my family so sad now and because alexis is an investigator she started (laughs) looking at when the packages were delivered and you saw that the package uh the last package had been delivered one minute prior to prior to the thief uh going up the stairs and the thief knew the code too so there could be some so for context alexis lives in an apartment complex that has a gated uh, gated front gate, whatever that you have to put a code into to get into, and then you live on the second floor, so and your door is kind of like covered, like covered to the side. So you don't live in an apartment complex that just like from the street you could see the front door with like a no. bounty of packages. So even if you got in the definitely... gate, you'd have to, you couldn't see it. They were hidden yeah. like behind a, a turn. So I, I think the driver and this thief was working together. I don't know the person's name, so I can't call it out. So I'm not going to get in trouble for for making, you know, this, stating my hypothesis because I don't want to wrongly but, accuse yeah. anyone. But it, it's kind of the most likely scenario. And having, you know, I, I, I think I signed an NDA, so I can't quite uh, talk about the actual name of the company. But I did work for a company that, that uh, at one point we were uh, very much into these investigations of these uh, uh, porch pirates. And this Porch is pirate. that is definitely that's yeah, and that that's is definitely way too cool a, thing. a name for them. <laughs> I know, I'd be like pieces that, of yeah, shit. Yeah, that is definitely something that they uh, that that has has happened. You have a driver working in cahoots with somebody, and then what it looked like is because when the when the driver came up and dropped off your last package, he saw that there was four or five other packages yep. there. Very likely that he oh. he, he uh, texted down. his buddy. 
his buddy uh, and texted his buddy what the gate code was and said, hey, there's five or six here. Because when you watch the thief go up into uh, into Alexis's hallway, he knows exactly where he's exactly going. Exactly where he's going. He's not looking around. He's not like no. normally when you see porch pirates. Sorry, guys. We'll come up with the worst name for him. But normally you see them kind of, <laughs> you know, canvassing. not really. Yeah. Canvassing, looking around or whatever. Like this guy knew up. Boom. Got it. And was gone. Oh, yeah. He was up and out in 10 seconds, maybe. Yeah. yeah. But here's my question about that. So number one, that blew my mind. I'm like, oh, my God, they're in cahoots. It was an Amazon package, correct, that they had yes. delivered? And then mm-hmm. you tried to dispute it with Amazon or tell Amazon, and they just, like, didn't give a fuck. And they're just like, whatever. They just gave me a refund. Right? I'm like, but I wanted to tell you about this. I think the driver is involved. And they're like, ma'am, we've already refunded your, your, your purchase. I'm like, no, that's yeah. not the point, though. Like, because it's like... <laughs> You it's probably other people. Yeah, I'm sure yeah. it is. But, a, you know, it's yeah. in, Alexis in LA is right like, now. Yeah, Alexis is like, this is about justice. Yeah. And they're just like, but lady, you're giving your money back. <laughs> is, is, Amazon is just so massive because I'm assuming you're not the only, like, place that this victim. person is pulling I'm not the only victim. From. Yeah. They probably were on this whole thing that they were going to all these different houses. And if they even gave a shit to kind of put the pieces together, they could probably catch who the driver was yeah. at least. Yeah. In no, like definitely. a second. Yeah. Totally. Yep. So, but well, you know, Can't fight I was well, texting you, you about this, Jack. It's just like, they're going to open it up and you know what, you know, what's in there. An ice roller for my face, one that I got for my sister, <laughs> then these microfiber cloths to remove your makeup without using anything, things that this guy does not want and cannot sell for more than $1. <laughs> yeah. Like he's like going to have to donate this shit to good $9. He's going to have to donate it to Goodwill. But his face is going to look amazing. Well, this Maybe. is what I wanted to, I wanted to bring up too, because have you guys seen that guy that makes those glitter bomb, fart bomb packages? American Hero. Yeah. Th- yeah. No, I, I don't haven't. Even, Okay, so it's this guy, and I don't know what the... Wait, Jared sent me the YouTube. The YouTube is titled Exploding Glitter Bomb 4.0 versus Package Thieves. If you want to go YouTube it, it's like a 20-minute video. But basically, he has this package of... I don't know if they're like speakers or something expensive, some sort of like a uh, electronic thing. And then on the inside, he creates this glitter bomb, fart bomb... It has like a countdown to explode mechanism on the inside. So, and it has cameras. So when somebody's, he'll like put it in the backseat of his car. He'll put it on somebody's front porch. It gets stolen immediately. And then when the person opens it, there's a camera rolling. And then it shoots out the glitter, shoots out the fart bomb. And then it goes 20, 19, 18. And it has this countdown. And you just get to see these people's faces, which are not blurred out, by the way. So I hope that they get people call them out who the people are that are stealing these packages. Yeah, we'll post your video because it's insane. And then yeah, if you want to watch a little bit of justice happening, go YouTube that we're going to turn up the lights. Yes. And uh, and turn down your anxiety now because we're going to a holiday party. Pretend that we're at a holiday party right now. Maybe it's candlelit. Maybe it's candlelit. Maybe it's fancy christmas soiree maybe you're sitting around a fire roasting a marshmallow i like a I like a nice slow christmas jazz playlist in the background a crackling fire a hot toddy frank sinatra yes so now if somebody says this is the the first one we're going to give you about um six or seven of these if somebody says god i love a roaring fire over the holidays Mm. you jump in with did you know that David Berkowitz was not only a serial killer, he was one of the most prolific serial arsonists in history? Ooh, that's I a good segue, good association. Yes. You could do and this in front of any everyone, fire. You could do this in front of candles. Yes, Camp everyone fire. would turn to you and be like, 
please go on. And then you could say he actually kept a, a notebook of the fires that he would set. And he set 1,411 fires. Whoa. Yes. And the Did note, he get the, caught for any of these? I don't know if he got caught at all uh, about these, but they were like small. They were in trash cans, vacant lots. Some were in buildings. And he would actually write down the location of the firebox where the alarm was turned on, the ad- address, what kind of fire equipment that the department used. He, lo- he you know, a lot of arsonists, they love going and they love to see the, the, the sirens and the trucks and everything. And they want to see exactly, you know, it's, you know, what time of day and the, uh, the weather. And he actually did these. Some of them were actually close to the Son of Sam uh, murder sites. But this is what this guy did for fun before he started killing. And another, you know, David Berkowitz, another thing, like if your parents, if you have a strained relationship with your family or something and you don't, and you don't think they're proud of you, you could always be like, at least I'm not David Berkowitz. <laughs> yeah. You know, like there's another, you know, you could always there's, go yeah, that There's another David too. Berkowitz yeah. tie-in right there. Yeah, when your parents say, when are you going to give me a grandchild? You just turn to them and say, at least I'm not David Berkowitz. And then you could get into this whole thing. Yeah. Or you could that. be like, are you sure you want me to have a child? There is some evidence that there's a serial killer gene and maybe scare them a little bit in some way. Ooh, ooh. God, my humor is really off today. I am sorry. That and then, is not and, good. and then if they, and, but then listen, if they do confess to being a killer, you come to us and we'll tell the story. Yeah. You know, yeah. Let us this know is all, it's, yes, this is all symbiotic right here. I love okay. It. If uh, somebody says, you know what, we're not, uh, we're only doing champagne this year. We, we're not doing any beer. You could say that, you know, in Christmas of uh, 2013, a 44-year-old South Carolina woman was charged with domestic violence after stabbing a man with a ceramic squirrel because he didn't bring beer. A ceramic squirrel? Hit him over the head with it and then stabbed him in the chest with it. Wow. Die? Helen Ann Williams, 44 years old. That's terrible. This, yeah, this reminds me of all of those crimes that we were talking about over Thanksgiving that all happened because people didn't bring certain things or they brought mm-hmm. the wrong thing. It's you like should bring, you should bring beer to a party or wine. Like that's polite. Yeah. You definitely was, don't come empty-handed to your Christmas or, or a Pellegrino if you don't drink. Like just bring a, a pan of brownies, a cheese board, you know, a cheese board, an ornament for the host. Mistletoe oh, no. for the guests. Mm, I don't know. I, I don't know. So bringing <laughs> an ornament for a host is very specific. It's very, very specific. And very this, geriatric. Like, no, the only yeah. way you can bring an ornament for a host is if you've been to their house during Christmas yes. before and you know what their vibe is for their tree. Because there's yes. nothing worse than if you have this specific vibe for your Christmas tree and then somebody tries to bring you like a trash ornament and you're like, what the fuck do I do with it? I guess you could put it on the back of your tree. <laughs> so so, so spe- speaking of ornaments, I actually did this. Um, there is an ornament that came out this year from Hallmark. And if you, if you've ever seen the Hallmark ornaments, they're incredibly, um, they have lights and, and music and, and sound effects and things like that. So this was Batman from the 1966 Batman and it was the, uh, their little office. And then they go on the poles and then it drops down to the Batcave and then it plays the song and everything like that. It's like a, it was, it's a giant ornament, probably wouldn't even like fit on a, on a tree and it was $60 and it was sold out everywhere. And I literally went to three different Hallmark stores and I couldn't get it. It is insane how expensive Christmas ornaments are. Those really nice little glass ones are like $25 each. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's why I feel like you people, I mean, in movies and stuff, old movies, everyone's got like an ornament collect, like got to take out grandma's ornaments. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, they're worth a lot, apparently. That, Billy, do you have a Christmas tree up in your house right now? I do. 
You do? What is the vibe of your Christmas tree? I'm interested. He has a naked um, birch tree that is just little stick arms with nothing. Oh, on I do like, up. I like yeah. that. Is it a real yeah. tree? It's like pottery barn now. Oh. Yeah. It matches the, yeah. It matches, you know, it's we'll just, post it know. on Instagram. Yes. Wait, I like this. Link me. I like the And also of one of the lights didn't work and I complained and got 20% off. So. Do you see my tree <laughs> behind me? <laughs> always complain. They'll always do, they, they don't want it back. Uh, no. Seriously, if you, if you get a piece of furniture and it's got a dent in it or something, always complain because they'll always be like, "All right, here's an extra here's 50 bucks or something like that." No, they'll send you another one and then you can keep well, they'll send you another that's what one West Elm too. does. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, they're like we don't want this shit. Yeah. No, I like your Alexis has a tinsel tree, right? It's like a You can see it behind me. It's silver and then I do pink ornaments. That's mm. cute. In little twinkle mm. lights. And then... What about you, Jack? I have a... Here, I'll show it to you guys, but I'll describe it to the listeners. I have a, like, really Ooh. thin, fake tree that has, like, um, snow-covered branches mm-hmm. with uh, white, like, a silvery gold and red ornament scape with some very, Jack Daniels ornaments on there as well. Ah, like your little very, corner looks so festive and cute. It, it well, is. It's very festive, very Jack. Very my apartment, yeah, my apartment's very small. So we have like a Christmas corner basically because there's I can't really decorate without it being messy other than in this little corner. So that's my little tree. And I there's Jack rubbing too. it in that she actually <laughs> worked not only with McDonald's, but also Jack Daniels. <laughs> just take my, yeah. And now you're going to be, she's also going to probably have a Star Wars one now, then Harry Potter, and then just basically take all the things uh, that I love. Disneyland. <laughs> I'm sorry. And Disneyland, sorry. yeah. I know. Are you guys mad that I did a paid McDonald's sponsored post? No, I'm like, without- go girl. Yeah, no, I was like, so many people tagged me on it Billy asking was. if I was mad. And Billy I was, was like, like, can you fucking believe her? I was like, what? <laughs> I didn't say that. <laughs> like, what? I was, like, I, would upset. I was actually at Disney at the time. So I was just like, mother. It was a, it was a great shot, though. Uh, it was so great. I might be working with them on something very, a very important moment in my life in the future. Really? So I'm very excited. I can't well, wait to get, you know, to get to the bottom of this off the air and you can tell me. Yeah. Yeah. They, Don't tell they, Billy he won't be happy for you. <laughs> no, I won't. I won't. <laughs> I'm waiting for my McRib sponsorship and it just hasn't hasn't come yet. So but you it's know coming. What? You come. know, you just have to put the you have to put the like blood, sweat, and tears in to promote them yourself. And yes, then they finally I, come around. And they finally come around. Yeah. When I was growing up, I took French in high school, but I could never get the language to stick. I wanted to be fluent so bad, but it never happened. I just couldn't focus and I couldn't practice enough and it didn't work. But thankfully, there's Rosetta Stone, which is the most trusted language learning program. And it's available on desktop or it can be used as an app on your phone or tablet. Rosetta Stone is different. It immerses you in so many ways. And with its intuitive process, you can pick up any language naturally, first with words, then phrases, and then sentences. And before you know it, boom, conversations. Plus, with Rosetta Stone's true accent feature, you'll get feedback on how well you're pronouncing words. It's like having a personal trainer for your accent. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, the first-degree listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com first. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com first today. 
Okay, so it comes as no surprise that I have absolutely no idea how to cook. I don't want to learn how to cook. It's not really my thing. But when I tried Factor meals, it was a freaking game changer. So Factor's fresh, never frozen meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. Yeah, two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great tasting meals. So the first time I tried Factor meals, I was actually blown away because I'm like, that's it. That That's all it is. Two minutes and the meals are so delicious. With 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every single week, you'll always have new flavors to explore. And you can treat yourself to restaurant quality meals that feature premium ingredients like filet mignon, ooh, fancy, shrimp, and blackened salmon. Like I said, they're so easy to prepare. I love them. So head to factormeals.com slash degree50 and use code degree50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code degree50 at factorymeals.com slash degree50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Look around. You can find cars like these on Auto Trader, like that car riding right your tail. Or if you're tailgating right now, all those cars doubling as kitchens and living rooms are on Auto Trader too. Are you working out and listening to this ad at the same time? Well, multitasking pro, cars like the ones in the gym parking lot are for sale on Auto Trader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on Auto Trader. Just you wait. Auto Trader. It's almost summer, and the best and most sustainable way to shop for a new season is on therealreal.com. The Real Real is the largest and most trusted source for authenticated luxury resale. It's the only place you'll find brands like Hermes, Cartier, Prada, Dior, Staud, Zimmerman, Jacquemus, and more for up to 90% off retail. 10,000 plus new arrivals land every single day from hundreds of brands you love, all authenticated by a team of in-house experts. Whether it's that perfect wedding guest look, a new summer sandal, an updated beach tote, resort wear for your summer vacation, you're bound to find exactly what you're looking for, plus deals you won't get anywhere else on therealreal.com. Visit therealreal.com and use code FIRST at checkout for 20% off. Terms apply. Okay, so if uh, if you were back at the party, uh, if they say Santa's coming, you say this. Do you know a uh, man in 2014 robbed a, a, uh, a bank in Union Square in San Francisco wearing a Santa outfit. Now, whatever, that's kind of a good idea because, you know, your face is covered, but he did it during SantaCon. Oh. So there was hundreds of of people dressed like Santas. He goes into the Mm -hmm. bank at the 400 block of Sutter Street, 1 p.m., hands a teller a note, says he has a gun, but they didn't see a gun, and then he disappeared in the crowd. I mean, I got to hand it to him. It's it's very smart. And you know what? I'm really glad this came up because I want to talk about something. I'm sure on the internet you guys have seen this new sort of – there's memes and things like that about being like, don't let your kids sit on Santa's lap. That's super fucking weird. Why have we normalized this? Like your small children. We're uncomfortable. Like we're making them sit on a stranger. And it's brought up these very interesting conversations about like consent. Like you don't have to hug your uncle. You know, like don't force your children to hug people. Like let's – Teach them no yeah. boundaries. I'll agree. I also think it's fucking weird that Santa just like breaks in your house and everyone's okay <laughs> with it. 
Like, <laughs> that's something we've normalized. Like, this guy's a fucking burglar. And we're all just yeah. like, let's, and then let's also, leave a snack like, for him and encourage other, like, encourage this behavior. Yeah. It, yeah. <laughs> well, you know, the thing is that he's actually giving, though. He's not like you're, 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 he's thief still breaking who, who into took. your house, though. But he is breaking like, into your house. Also, this I was is always worried because I didn't have that we're perpetuating. I, like, he's not, I didn't have hurt his feelings if we stop this. I didn't have a chimney growing up, so I didn't have a fireplace. And I remember being really upset. And then my dad's like, he comes through the front door. Well, that's so the that's, thing. How, I, that's it, how, yeah. So I was terrified. I, wanna, I had a fireplace in my room when I was growing up. Mm-hmm. Oh, creepy. <laughs> You'd be like, is he going to come and like wake me up in bed? <laughs> fireplace well, in my room. I want to do a little bit of research about like the origins <laughs> of some of these things about Santa. Cause it is weird. And thank God it's not one of those things that they're like, Oh, he'll come through the front door. And then everybody just kind of like left their houses unlocked kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. So Wouldn't at least we have that. But to your point, Alexis, I, that made me think for the first time in my life about the idea of sitting on Santa's lap because it is fucking weird. It's and super weird. And we've all done it. I'm these, sure. Yes. But there is so- these strange men. Easter Bunny is also weird. <laughs> it's all weird. Don't don't Easter don't Bunny. Your... At least there's more of a costume in between the person and the kid. It's like people don't hand costume? your children over to strange people, strange yeah, men Easter who Bunny. aren't your family. Yeah, that's no costume. The Easter that's, Bunny has really, to be in like a Easter full Bunny. on costume. What do you mean costume? There's a person like a head, there. like a what? head, like a pl- there's a person like a plush- in <laughs> what are you doing? What? <laughs> like a plush head. What goes are you over. doing to me? <gasps> oh, oh yeah, Billy, Billy goes and sits on the Easter Bunny's lap. Today. Billy goes to the Easter to the Grove <laughs> in Los Angeles and sits on the Easter Bunny's lap every every year. Yes, yep. don't you? Jared Billy? and I did want to go sit on Santa or like do a Santa picture because we thought it would be funny. But honestly, the lines are fucking insane. It's not worth yeah. it no. unless you, I guess, have a kid and then you're like, is this weird or not? Like, what am I doing? <laughs> the answer is yes. <laughs> No judgment because okay. no you judgment because we're think... all just starting to consider this now. I'm not, and I want parents to hear me. No judgment. My parents took me to sit on Santa's lap a bajillion times. Well, for but, sure. But when you step back and look at it, you're like, huh, it's sort of weird. You know what? I think what I'm going to do when I have kids is have my dad dress up as Santa. And then you just do it until the kid gets old enough that they realize it's their grandpa, you know? And maybe he can just like be in like a different location. So it seems like, but then I know, you know. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to have a dog and dress it like Santa. And that's going to be Santa. Because that's fun. That's Who doesn't like to see a dog in a little costume? <laughs> oh, I love a costumed dog. <laughs> right? Put a little beard on it. Okay. Oh, good. All right. Back to the party. <laughs> back to the party. We if someone party. unwraps a book, books are, are very good presents to, uh, to give people. Uh, right when they're unwrapping it, you can say something like, did you know that the same book was in the possession of two assassins and may have inspired many more? Which book am I talking about? Catcher on the Run. That's right. One of my favorite books. After Mark David Chapman shot and killed John Lennon, that motherfucker, he opened up Catcher on the Rye and started reading it while, uh, right before he got apprehended. Now, John Hinckley, who's the guy who um, tried to kill Ronald Reagan and actually shot his car, um, uh, and, uh, and shot the press secretary, Brady. He uh, was in possession of the book as well. And it's also alleged that Lee Harvey Oswald liked the book because Lee Harvey Oswald was like, very much of a Holden Caulfield type, type character. Yes. 65 million copies, Catcher in the Rye. Also, um, another guy who liked it was Robert Bardo. And Robert Bardo is the guy that killed the actress uh, for My Sister Sam. Uh, uh, mm-hmm. Who was... Um, I saw the Dateline or 2020 on that. 
Yeah. And um, that, you know, it's funny too, because with that motherfucker, he, um, he got a law changed because he got her information from um, the woman's name. She was a model and actress named Rebecca Schaefer. He got her information from a PI. So the PI was able to look up her driver's license and gave him the address. And um, that changed that he there was a law that was changed because of that. But now you can find anybody's address. Interesting. You know, I, I the Catcher in the Rye was one of my favorite books in high school, and I kind of wonder if it would be if I read it again. Like, especially the Holden Caulfield character. I'm mm-hmm. just wondering if that is really Will grown and evolved still. with myself as a 34 year old woman. Why don't you read it again? I might. It's I one of just my joking most prized possessions. I've never read a, the same book twice. No. But like, I know a lot of people who do. People read books like over and over that they love. And I'm like, really? I'm, I want to like keep like my tally of books I've read going. I'm not going to read you <laughs> yeah, it. So I got to seem smart. I got to be well read. Yeah. I agree. Billy, you seem like a person that rereads. Um, I've reread maybe like My Dark Places by James Elroy. I don't think I've ever times. seen you hold a book. Billy. No, <laughs> other than your own book, up, other than my own book, <laughs> uh, yes, uh, for funny. pictures, yeah. <laughs> but um, uh, but yeah, no, I listen to books more than I read them. Yeah, I do well, the now you can, Yeah, now you can do that. All right. Well, what's our next thing? All right. When uh, you know, everybody likes to put up Christmas lights when they say these Christmas lights are so pretty. In the spring of this year, seven people were arrested after mummified remains believed to be of a suspected cult leader were found on a bed wrapped in Christmas lights at a house in Colorado. Do you know this what? case? No. I am fascinated by this case. I know okay. nothing. Fascinated. Teach me. Yes. I don't know. All right. So um, the, the they were followers of this religious group called Love Has Won. Yes. And uh, she was believed to be the leader of it and went by the name of Mother God. And she also went by the name of Leah. And her... Um, the body was in a on a bed wrapped in a sleeping bag, and then there was apparently there was glitter makeup on her, around her eyes, like they put glitter makeup on her. Yep. And then then they were decorated with Christmas tree lights as a type of a shrine. Weird. Did you did you mention that her eyes were not there? No, I didn't on? know that. <laughs> yeah, her eyes weren't currently in her face, um, and the way that she was kind of like posed and whatever was sort of like they. The members of the cult were like making a shrine Weird. out of her body. But this, what I thought it was super interesting about her case, not her case, but this woman in the cult. Can I talk a little about it, a bit about it? Wow. A bit about it, Billy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So she, okay. So they're kind of like QAnon light or like QAnon adjacent mm-hmm. in the sense that Okay, so they thought that this woman, Amy Carlson, was the queen of the lost continent of Lumeria. And they thought that the Lumerians live within Mount Shasta in California. And then Mm. she stated that Donald Trump was her father in a past life and that she had also Mm. spoken to the spirit of Robin Williams, who she claimed was Archangel Zadkiel. 
And it said the group's theology also included references to the concepts of Atlantis and reptilians. And they believe the world was run by a cabal determined to keep the planet in a low vibration state. So they're very QAnon adjacent. And they also thought that she was a divine 19 billion year old being who had birthed all of creation. She claimed that she'd been, been reincarnated 534 times, including as Jesus, Joan of Arc, Marilyn Monroe, and Cleopatra. And she would lead 144,000 people into a mystical fifth dimension. Wow. Witchy. I mean, just pick one. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just like, you really you can't have them. You can't be all those people. You know what? She was. Also, didn't and- some of them simultaneously exist? I was wondering about, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Wasn't there some but, overlap with some of these names? And then also she claimed that she had like cancer or something, but she, the cause of death was alcohol abuse, anorexia. And then she was dosing so much collodial silver, which I just recently learned about is you shouldn't be like really, I guess you can take it in small doses. Like I used to take it when I was sick, but collodial silver, you can die from taking too much of it, which is yeah. crazy. Uh, yeah. yeah. I mean, there's a lot of like hype and quackery around using supplements like that to cure anything. So yeah. I guess it makes you, you any of that. If you take too much of it, you be like you literally get blue skin. And well, I think that right. And that there's like there's like shit on the internet that says there's like these healing properties. So people then like get obsessed with that and overtake it and it's never a good idea. Well, they're trying to shill it out as like a COVID cure. So that was like the big Ooh, thing that they yikes. were doing over the last like year or so. Yikes. So yeah, I'm fascinated by that cult. I just started kind of researching it, but it's like, whew. Hardcore. Doozy. All right. Back to the party. We're at the party. We're back at the party. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Somebody brings a fruitcake or someone has sent a fruitcake oh, and we're just like, well, that who person the hell like you. sends a fruitcake? Well, you jump in and you say, you know, a guy in Australia once <sighs> beat a victim to death before leaving him in a pool of blood with a fruitcake on his head. Oh, my God. But that Guy's doesn't name- seem like a very effective weapon. He pleaded guilty to manslaughter, um, but uh, wait, the fruitcake wasn't the weapon. And the fruitcake wasn't the weapon, but uh, you know, oh. he said that. <gasps> I heard, I thought you said he beat them with the fruitcake. <laughs> no, he left the fruitcake. <laughs> that seems like it would kind of just. I'm like, seems like it'd feel kind of nice. <laughs> on his head, and listen, and apparently the defense said that he didn't think the guy was dead because he placed the fruitcake on on the um, on the victim, and the the lawyer actually said. Quote, isn't that some kind of a sign of humiliation that whoever beat Mr. Saunders up may want to humiliate him? Are you going to do that if he knew he was dead? You wouldn't waste your time. Or the fruitcake. <laughs> you wouldn't waste a perfectly good fruitcake yeah, either. Yeah, he, he lost the case. So that guy's... I'll yeah. say. Well, that's good job that, uh, that, that defense yeah. attorney. <laughs> well, fruitcake is very yeah. polarizing. Yeah. Yeah, as we know. <laughs> yes. What's next? All right. What else is happening Another at the party? one. We're going to stick with the dessert. Oh, this dessert is delicious. Mm, love a this good is probably dessert. one of the yes. Um, now, if you've ever heard of the serial killers Fred and Rose West, but won't get into everything that they've done. Um, they were probably they were almost like a, a ugly, worse version of the Ken and Barbie killers, and they were mm-hmm. in England. And she collaborated in killing at least nine women with her husband between seventy three and eighty seven. She also murdered her stepdaughter. And yes. this all took place in this awful house that they that they that they had. Well, Rose has become a prize-winning baker in prison, and her Victoria sponge cake 
actually yeah. won sort of like a Bake Off uh, inspired competition. But people say that the reason why she does it and hands out these treats all the time is to avoid being attacked because she's a child killer and uh. child rapist too. So mm. according to Prison Insider, they said, West uses her cooking skills to win people over. There are some very violent women on the wing, and a lot of them are very aggressive towards West because of her crimes, but she tends to defuse situations by offering other prisoners cakes and biscuits. Wow. I mean, See, you're not allowed to, to do, you're not allowed hearts. to have hobbies in American prisons. Yeah. <laughs> like, I was like a baking competition. Yeah. Yeah. Is she in the U.S.? No, she's in no, England. No, this is, yeah. this, is, this is England, yeah. Exactly. Like in Canada and in England, you always hear about them like these luxury prisons where they're doing – it's like summer camp. Yeah. yeah. Giving a baking competition. <laughs> they don't have that here in the U.S. Like everyone – don't commit crimes here, guys. Do it overseas because not the place to get go to prison. No, it is not. All right. And then there's my last one. They say, oh, you got a real Christmas tree this year. You say – I want to have a very civil discussion about whether the setting fire to the Fox News Christmas tree is a hate crime and then see how that goes. Whoa. No, you don't want to do that. <laughs> no. Have you seen no. Fox News freak out about their Christmas tree? It's it's basically no. their 9-11 on how they're no. saying that how they, they got attacked. But what you can say is this. In 2008, three men were found dead on a Christmas tree farm uh, on the border of Virginia and North Carolina. They had all been shot in the head. Ooh, and their terrible. murderer was a uh, guy named Freddie Hammer who had gone to the farm uh, with the intention of robbing the safe. Yikes. That's terrible. He also told a, a fellow inmate that he's killed 17 people in his life. Uh-oh. So we should probably, yeah, we should look more into this. We should this be looking at him a little more closely. Yeah, I yeah, think so. Yeah, maybe uh, let's do a little digging of the past. Totally. So that's well, what you do. What a fun party. Yeah, I know, Billy. Some, you know, I love this. I love these ideas of just, you know, trying to insert little true crime facts into every conversation in your life. Mm -hmm. And then also you have the 174 episodes that we've done. You can always slip those in at some point. That's, That's right. A good a good nugget or two. Mm, yes. Yeah. Mm, and if you want a good right. nugget, you can always go to McDonald's because I think they're open on Christmas too. Yes. Of course they are. <laughs> yeah. What, actually, you know what? I, I'm assuming. I, I want to I bring this back around to McDonald's actually because you saw that they have the Mariah <laughs> meal. No. The, the Mariah meal. So um, McDonald's has been doing something very smart. Uh, where they get celebrities to say what their oh, yeah, like they did what their uh, meal is. What is it? BTS. Sweetie. Yeah, I think BTS, BTS did one. Yeah, they did. Yeah. Sweetie did one. Sweetie. Sweetie did one, and then uh, the the first one was I um I forgot which one it was, but it's basically like all right, what's your order at McDonald's? So what's the what's the Jack meal? Ooh, Jack meal would be a six piece chicken nugget, large fry and a medium Coke. Really easy. And with honey and ketchup. Okay. Alexis. Mine would be very similar. 10 piece chicken McNugget, small fry, diet Coke, extra ketchup. Because mm, like, really? I just, I don't, I don't want to chug diet Coke, but I want like a taste of it. And I want a small, I want more nuggets than fries. So you up well, the nugget order. Than nuggets. Right. See, this is a uh, this is this is good. This is this is we're all doing our own meals. Billy, what would yours be? You do a happy Wait, meal, I, you weirdo. I yeah, do well, have to mention I... I do have to mention the fact that McDonald's Coke, there is nothing like it. It is different mm -hmm. than anywhere else's Coke. I don't know what it is, but it's so special and unique and you just I, I know nothing what it like is. it. What? Uh it's because they ship it cold. Oh. It yeah. makes it taste different? That's yeah. There's a well, whole it's just syrup uh, though. It's not they don't ship it with the soda in it. 
no, no, syrup. no. But they should, but they ship the syrup cold. Yeah, and then, um, okay. yeah, no, it's it's. There's a um, there's a article called uh, "This Is Why McDonald's Coke Tastes Better Than All the Others," and oh. the, the 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 storing of it is the way that it's stored. Uh, this is what's saying here. While most restaurants have their soda syrup delivered in plastic bags, McDonald's Coke comes in stainless steel tanks. This oh. preserves the syrup's flavor and protects it from temperature and heat and all that stuff. It does taste so that's good. Why, that's one of the biggest things. It's better. Also, it's better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. There's consistent water filtration. Um, there's syrup, uh, the math that they do with the syrup. And also, the you know, you ever notice that the straw is bigger? That's so you can get mm-hmm. more of it on your uh, your taste buds. Your tongue. Yes. Your tongue. <laughs> your tongue. No, my, Wait, what's is, your order? Mine is a uh, quarter pounder meal with a medium Coke and a four-piece chicken nugget. Happy meal. Yeah. You know what? And a McFlurry. The four-piece chicken nugget, happy meal. Yeah. And then I take the happy meal toy. Oreo McFlurry. Yeah. I take the happy meal toy and then I put it somewhere in the city. Oh, that's littering. Yeah, that's good. littering. Yeah, it like actually a, like is a, littering. Like a deranged Johnny Appleseed. He, like the so. like the like we need more trash on the streets. <laughs> Billy, you need to like sign the toy or something, and then like do a hunt for, on Instagram, like people would do for like concert tickets if you're gonna litter, or roll like, up litter. a little hundred dollar bill and put it in its hand. Yeah, then, yeah, that's, yeah, that's then great. Someone's okay, excited to find lose... it. All right, you know what? Well, McDonald's, these are all good ideas. Again. <laughs> <laughs> You know what? When we go on tour one day, we're gonna have McDonald's sponsor the tour. We will have McDonald's sponsor. I will. We will drive. Our tour bus can be completely decked out in the gold and the or the uh, Billy the will yellow, dress yellow as red. Ronald McDonald. I will. Dri- I have right. the body type for it. I'll be so. the hamburger. Right. In oh my gosh! <laughs> oh, I would love that. No, you're literally dressed Mike- like Grimace right now. I know in my robe. <laughs> no, my my contact at McDonald's listens to the first degree, so mm-hmm. she's a fan. I love know. Just, All right. Just well, putting it out there. I'm here for I this. Think we're done. Yeah. All I right. Well, this was a done. fun episode, guys. It certainly was. It was, and we didn't want to leave you guys with nothing over the holidays. Yet we didn't want to be sitting over our computers researching either. We needed a yes. little break ourselves, but we wish you all the yeah. happiest holidays. Yes. And, go forth with um, your true crime knowledge. Yes, go forth with your true crime knowledge. And we do also have an episode of Killing Time coming out tomorrow, which is Festivus. So that's, that's going right. to be a doozy. Yeah, sure yes. is. Okay, well, should we only you can yeah, no, you know we what? do that? <laughs> yeah, we should. Remember, go only you can it. prevent serial killers and keep your friends close. But not that close. Happy, Happy Cookie Exchange Day. Yeah, the cookie exchange, cookie exchange day. day. You ever meet someone who seems kind of off? Whether it's a creepy neighbor or random phone number that keeps calling you, Truthfinder has you covered. You can search for people by name, address, phone number, email, and more. Truthfinder can be especially helpful for running confidential background checks on anyone you're planning to meet from online dating apps. Go to truthfinder.com slash podcasts for a special offer. That's truthfinder.com slash podcasts to access your special offer today.